Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number six of the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame podcast. I'm Chad Noonan. We're just about a week away for the release of the nominees for the 2022 class for the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame. It's very exciting. I've seen the list. There's Canadian comedy legends you've heard of. There's maybe some names on there that you haven't heard of before, but one thing is for sure, they are all influential to the Canadian comedy scene. And you can still have your opportunity to vote on who gets into the hall. All you have to do is go to CanadianComedyHall.com, become a founding member. You see it at the bottom of the homepage there. Click Donate Now, and you get the opportunity to vote, which is very, very cool and exciting. And an exciting show for you today. And coming up in just a bit, I'm going to be talking with Jen Candy. Jen, of course, is the daughter of the legendary John Candy. We talked about all kinds of things about John's career. Uh, we talked about the Canadian comedy scene in the 1970s. And we even talked about Camp Candy, which is a cartoon that I'm just getting into. I'm about 30 years too late for it. But it was cool to get some inside information on that show. But first, we have our first American on the show. His name is Joey Cerrone. So something we want to do here going forward, and Joey is the first to do this, is have American comedians who mention Canada in their act, maybe not in a bad way. Joey's mention of Canada was a very positive light. But we want to give them the Canadian comedy quiz. So this will be an opportunity for Joey to prove how much he knows about Canada. Joey's a young up and coming comedian who goes to Indiana University. Sidebar, I finally found out what a Hoosier was. It was a lot of fun talking to Joey and he did pretty good during the Canadian comedy quiz. I'm not gonna give anything away, but there were some exciting earth shattering moments in the quiz. I taught Joey something, Joey taught me something. It was all very exciting. Here it is, my interview, and Joey Cerrone taking the first ever Canadian comedy quiz. I love Canada. Have you have you ever been to Canada? No, that I, uh, I have not. I mean, I was on one side of Niagara Falls when I was a kid, but okay. I wasn't I wasn't brave enough to cross. Yeah, you don't want to make that trek. Many no. many have perished making that trek. Something new new to this show is we like to take. American comedians who have made a joke about Canada, which we love. It's not a negative thing. And we like to do a little bit of a, a quiz with them to see how much they actually know about our country and about the comedians that come out of our country. So that's what we're going to do here. But first, I want to know a little bit about you, Joey. So you're from Indiana. Yes, uh, I'm from a smaller place called Fishers, Indiana, which is the Midwest of the U.S., um, the forgotten part, um, just north of Indianapolis. So it's about 20 minutes out. Um, but a pretty small town, nondescript. If you picture a small town in the Midwest, you got it. You figured it out. Where did this kind of comedy dream come from for you growing up Midwest, small town, Indiana? Um, my dad always put me on like Caddyshack, the Blues Brothers, like the old right. comedy early. Um, and so when I was in sixth grade, um, I did our talent show. We had a little small talent show and I did an impression thing for it. And that was widely panned by all my peers because I did just Bill Murray. Um, I did uh, Bob Dylan. So these are real, these are celebrities that are real famous with that demographic. But I, the one that hit was I did a Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I got some laughs off that. And then ever since then, I've been trying to chase that high. So like playing to your audience. I mean, you're, you're 20, 21. Yeah, I'm 20. Maybe Bob Dylan and stuff, but 
the but as soon Kim Kardashian, that was their their wheelhouse. Yeah. So oh, that that brought me in, into the the Fisher's Indiana Hall of Fame, if you will. Yeah, just for that go. moment. So where do you do stand up now? Is there a strong stand up scene in Indiana? Um, it's strong ish. There's one club that I go to, which is called the Comedy Attic, um, which is featuring a lot of big comics when they travel through on their tours. Uh, I like to make a pit stop. I know Burbigli is a big fan of it um, and kind of some other big names. I know Mulaney has been there a bunch. And so I go to college at Indiana University and it's right smack dab in Bloomington is this club. Um, so I've been going there for the past two years ever since I was a freshman. So that's the Hoosiers, right? Yes, go Hoosiers. What is a Hoosier? Oh, okay. So that's, I expected to be stumped with a Canadian quiz. I did not expect to be stumped with a quiz about my own state. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm learning. I want to learn something here too. So I believe the definition of a Hoosier is just quite literally someone that lives in Indiana. Okay. Because there's All no right. mascot for our school. Our mascot is just the letters. Just the so, IU? Just the IU. You guys don't have like a, the traditional like mascot of the football games or nope we we don't have anything we don't even have like a guy running around in a costume that says IU it's just perceived we just believe that the Hoosier spirit is there and and that's what guys you don't us. need that yeah no you know yeah. who never cares about the guy uh, running around in a, in a suit is the actual people playing the sport oh yeah <laughs> you, you know what I mean it's never that important to the game itself it's strictly no. there for the fans. Not once yeah. have they been like, should I make this three pointer? Wait a second. That guy's awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to make it here. And I don't, does the football games, do they lose anything by not having a mascot there? Like I'm, I've only been to one college football game and that was um, an Ohio state game. Oh, and that's it a was, good game. it was insanely fun. Insanely yeah, um, fun. I don't think so. I, I don't think IU has a good enough football team to have anything to lose at the moment. So I think we're good on that front. Do you make it to Chicago a lot to do stand-up? I don't. Um, I need to more, but I'm a full-time student. Um, right. Kind of first and foremost. So it's a little tough to get out to Chicago, but I actually have a show. I'm doing um, the World Comedy Expo in March, and that's in Chicago. I, I heard that. No, that's that's awesome. Pretty solid, solid lineup there, too. And it's at the Laugh yeah. Factory, which is, yeah. which is which is amazing. So, yeah, con- yeah, congrats on getting that bill. That's, that's super sweet. What are you taking that's in school? Uh, I'm a theater major. So, okay there you go right in the wheelhouse yeah. is, is it more stand-up or sketch that is kind of your goal um, i really like sketch i started doing sketch uh when i got to college i'm in a local troupe here um and obviously i grew up watching you know canadian greats uh like candy out there on snl i, I went back and watched a lot of those now that i got into sketch um and i don't think anyone does sketch quite like canada does like old sctv stuff like, it's it it's funny because that you say that so on this episode so it'll be you and then john candy's family is going to be the, the second half of the episode so um, what are the chances his daughter and she, she's coming up in the next interview so i'm going to play a clip of your canada joke two truths and a lie <laughs> every day's a struggle <laughs> it gets harder to go on <laughs> And I've been to Canada. <laughs> I've actually never visited our northern neighbors. That's what you said about Canada. Two truths and a lie was the joke, right? Yes. True. Yeah, that's the, the truth is that's the lie. That's the truth. That the one. truth yes. is the lie. Yes. So I'm going to show you what you're playing for today. Um, okay. We have a crazy s- snowstorm here, so I couldn't go 
leave my my studio and go get it. But you were playing for a bottle of real Canadian maple syrup. This is authentic maple syrup from Quebec. If you get 10 out of the 20 questions correct, I will ship you the bottle of maple syrup. This just added a million percent to the stakes. I don't think I've ever been sweating like this in my own house. You, <laughs> you have never tasted maple syrup like this. Like it is. I haven't. Can I tell you something real quick right off the jump that maybe I should have opened with? Away. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not much of a syrup guy. And but you haven't I had just, this syrup. Joey. I guess I you haven't, have, but yeah, I've had, I've had Tennessee whiskey syrup. That's okay. my favorite. That'd so be far. good. But I'm, I'm not a pancake. I'm not, or do you say flapjack? No, it's you definitely say, pancakes here. It's definitely. Okay. No, you, okay. is it, are you a flapjack? No, no, no. I'm pancake too. I just wanted to okay. be courteous to my host. I didn't want to call. All right. No, uh, that's why it, that's, what's always funny to me is like, we're very similar. I mean, yeah. our country, the way, the way we talk, I don't know if people just listening, jumping in could, could determine who's Canadian and who's American in this conversation, maybe a little bit of an accent, but the terms we use are different. And there's a lot of those on this quiz. So okay. round one is general Canadian knowledge, some terms, some just general, general stuff. Round two is more Canadian celebrities. I'll give you two celebrities. One's American, one's Canadian. You tell me which one is the Canadian. Okay. 10 questions in each round. If you get 10 correct, I'm shipping you a bottle of maple syrup. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Question one. Feel free to talk it out. Do, do whatever you got to do. There's no time limit on this. So question number one is what is a toonie? A toonie. Okay. All right. Let's work this out phonetically. So if we go back to the Latin root for tune... Uh, I'm going immediately to cartoon, okay. which was which was big in Russia, not Russia. Uh, that's on my mind right now. It was yeah, big yeah. in. It's on a lot of people's mind right now. It was big yeah. in Rome. Um, my second thought, Toonie, We're going tune-ups. We're going, or we're going tuna. A toonie. Is it? Is there any way I can get you to use it in a sentence? Um, how can I use it in a sentence that wouldn't completely give it away? Okay. This might be a little bit of a hint, but it's your first question. Okay. So a toonie would easily fit in your pocket and would generally be found there. Give me a phone. Yeah, I'm going cell phone. You want to phone a friend? No, I'm, I'm final answer is phone. Oh, you're, oh sorry. That, no, that you're could good. be an option too. Um, you're going to go cell phone. <laughs> I wish it, I'm gonna I wish go. I'm gonna go cell phone. I'm gonna go okay. cell phone. All right. So a toonie is actually a two-dollar coin oh. that we use here. So it's uh, multicolored. So we have the loony. I don't know if you've heard of that. It is our one-dollar coin. We don't use a one-dollar bill, like like you guys. And we also have a two-dollar coin called a toonie. Question number two: What is the capital of Canada? Um, it's not. I, I'm pretty sure it's Ontario. And so it's a, a, I'll, I'll give you, it's a city in Ontario. Okay. And I think I'm going to stay with the O's. I'm going to go back to my NHL. When I watched a little bit of NHL, I'm going to go Ottawa. Yeah, nailed it. Question number three. How many states are in Canada? Okay, no, we got Nova Scotia, uh, which means new sky. Is that right? 
Maybe. Yeah, no, that would be news to me. I have no idea. I'm pulling stuff out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm just coming up with things. I'm going to go seven. Hey, there's actually zero states in Canada. We have wow. provinces. This is this so is a little outrage. bit of a, this little bit of a trick question. Are you? But you're not out of it yet. You you're know not what? out of it. I feel like you're going to clean up on the celebrity round. Just you've already mentioned SCTV, you know, Lauren Michaels, SNL stuff like that. So I feel like that's your that's your wheelhouse. I just um, feel like I've I've been tricked and bamboozled just out of nowhere. <laughs> you're still in the running for the maple syrup, so don't you worry. Question number four. What is a double-double? There's a double-double in basketball, but I don't think basketball's reached you guys yet. That's a little orange one that you put in the hoop. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, Okay, double-double. I'm trying to think of what y'all like. Uh, We got snow. Is that a favorite? It's Um, not. We hate it. We don't know why we live here sometimes because... (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I know, I get three inches of snow and I start to lose my mind. Um, a double double. Is it a Tim Hortons thing? I'm gonna give it to you. You're right. You're Is right. It really? It's a Tim Hortons. It's the way you order a Tim Hortons coffee: two cream, two sugar, double double. Is that like a, a nationally recognized thing? Y'all get a double double? Yep. Oh, you would never say two cream, two sugar like at Tim Hortons. You would really? say double double. Yeah. Does that carry on to other coffee shops? Um, I'm not a coffee a- drinker, but yeah, I think I think it's it's pretty standard term. Um, okay. Some people go triple triple, which would be, and if you go the, the next level up, which is an insane move, it's called a four by four, which Ooh. is very few people, maybe one in every town, does the four by four. Yeah. So that was good. I mean, you're fifty percent. You're you're two for four right now. As we move to question five, and that is how many NHL teams are in Canada. Okay, uh, and that's hot. I know that has reached you guys. Uh, and to go Ottawa. back on your your basketball comment, James Naismith, the inventor of basketball, Canadian. No, sh- no, I thought he's from uh, Maine. <laughs> no, no, he, I think he invented the game in Massachusetts. Okay, but a Canadian. Fun fact about James Naismith: when he was head basketball coach at Kansas. He had a losing record. He was 50 and 52 and, in the game. And invented, invented the sport. Yep. Which like changed the rules at that point. Just be like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Every point my team scores wins. Uh, I think, so we got uh, Montreal Canadiens, uh, Ottawa mascots, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> and then just for safety, I'm going to say four. There's mm. actually seven. Seven. That's just what I was about to say. You cut me off. I was gonna <laughs> I'm, say sorry. Four, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Four dash seven. So uh, yeah, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto. You got the the three that are all within three hours of my house, and then West Coast teams. Well, Midwest. Winnipeg has a team. Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. Seven. Oh, I forgot okay. about Vancouver. What a nice, what a nice name. What would you do with a toque? I feel like I'm getting baited for something here. A two. Hmm. Brush my teeth. Uh, you'd actually wear it on your head. A toque is what we call, I think you guys call it a beanie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like a knitted hat. Yeah, we call it a toque. If a Canadian says they want brown bread, what are they looking for? Uh, uh, 
Oh, I think I know this. Um, I'm. It's. Brown bread. Is it wheat bread? That'd be yes, too easy. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Whole cool. Wheat. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Whole wheat. Cool. That one nailed me. I think I was in Florida, and they asked me what kind of toast I wanted for like breakfast, and I said brown. They're like, what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, whole wheat. What is a box of Smarties? Drug. I'm gonna go drugs. I'm. I know that you guys secretly do them up there. We. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're legal. First. Place. Oh. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 So you can do them, and you can do them anywhere. Toke sounds like a Canadian person trying to say toke. So I should get <laughs> yeah. something with. Yeah, can I get a toke off that? <laughs> can I get a toke? Yeah. Um, a box of Smarties. Uh, you know what? Uh, mint, mints. We're going to go mints. I'm going to give that to you. It is a candy. It's, it's basically your M&Ms. Um, in Ontario, are you more likely to buy your milk in a bag or a barrel? And Ontario's colder. It's 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 large. It's very big. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's it has a many. Province. It's a it big is old a province. province. It is a big old province. Big dirty Where Toronto province. is, but also there's uh, okay. like northern Ontario. Yeah. Okay. Um, barrel feels weird to me because that feels like an American keg, and a keg of milk doesn't sit right. It's a lot with of milk. Me. That's, a That's lot too milk. much milk. That's too much milk. You can't do a cake stand on that. Um, <laughs> let me go bag. Bag of milk. Good old You're right. Bag correct. Milk. Bag of milk. Our milk comes in bags here. That's like, and you got a special jug and the bag goes into it. You know what? I'm just going to accept that. I'm going to yeah. accept. I'm going to have to sleep. No- I have no idea why, but that's just how it is. It's just one of those things. It's just always been that way. Which country is larger by land mass? Canada or the United States? United States. It is Canada. It is Canada. We are a bigger, a bigger country. Let's look at your score here. Two, three, four, five. You're batting 500 after the first round. So you just have to get five of these right, and you're getting a bottle of maple syrup. Good deal. Very exciting. Um, yeah, I'm on the edge of my seat here. <laughs> uh, so this round, as I mentioned before, it's you're going to get two celebrities. You have to tell me which one's going to be. Mix of most, a lot of them comedians, but entertainers, stuff like that. Uh, question number one. Who is Canadian? Will Arnett or Will Jason? Arnett. There you go. Canadian Done. Done. I throw Done. that one in because I for I have these, two, there's these two American celebrities that I have, I thought were Canadian for whatever reason. One is Jason Bateman. He's not. He's American. Yeah. I just had that in my head. And the other one is John Hamm from Mad Men. Because when I was I was in Vancouver once, um, I was at the Olympics, and I saw John Hamm wearing a Canada jacket. So I just assumed he was Canadian for years. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but anyways. Well, Bateman's a sweet Bateman's a sweet little guy, so that makes sense too. Yeah. He, he kind of yeah. has that uh, stereotypical from my limited view of the world, Canadian energy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel we, like do, if I was, we do have that laid back kind of yeah. give out there. So. Well, not all that. If, guy, I, but. if I was in trouble, I'd call Bateman, and I feel like he would just kind of putter on over and help me out. Yeah, he seems like that type of guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So number two, two musicians for you, Drake and Post Malone. Come on now. I mean, I was raised on Drake. I was the Drake era. Views from the Six, the album cover with the... Uh, 
big old is that toronto it is yeah the cn tower yeah 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 Yeah, you got it drake it is awesome so two for two in this round question number three ryan reynolds or jonah hill you're giving me softball ones here you know i love reynolds i'm going ryan reynolds he's a gorgeous man i gotta pay attention to where gorgeous men are from he is probably my favorite Canadian celebrity right now. He's just, really? he's everywhere. He's doing awesome things. Yeah. 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 And he loves Canada. And that's what I love. Canadians that love Canada. Okay. Nice. I don't know this one. I don't know. We'll try this one. Tom Cruise or Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Okay, right. Yeah. You had to think about that one a little bit. I did. But yeah, Tom Cruise has been in too many america forward action movies for me to guess anything different ah. a little indiana heart would have shattered <laughs> if it was tom if it was tom yeah it would have been broken number five alex trebek or ryan seacrest i think alex trebek was from canada you nailed it just rolling here okay here we go number six jim carrey or robin williams jim carrey Six for six on the round. I think you've locked up the bottle of maple syrup. This is the best day of my life. (laughs) Question number seven. Is it Danny McBride or Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen. He used to do stand-up in whichever province he's from. Vancouver. He used to do it, yeah. Vancouver. BC. Yeah. I wish he still did stand-up, actually. I think he would... I think he would rock it. A lot of those guys I wish would come back. Like Jim Carrey. Yeah. You know, I don't know if but, you've seen his stand-up. Incredible. I have. I saw one where he was just kind of flittering around the stage and just kept kind of touching his nose a little bit. And all the comments were mean, but I, I happened to enjoy his, his the content rather than everything else. I, I think I saw that a couple of years ago. But I also remember the Seth Rogen one because there's a the chef show with, I think, David Chang. Okay. And yeah. he, he came back to Canada and got him really high with Canadian weed, and that always stuck out to me. That was a good episode. Is David Chang, is he Canadian? I couldn't tell yet. I'm going to look it up while we're, while we're on the call. I know that's... Yeah. That might not be the most professional thing, but... I'm, I'm going to tell you. The, I need the to know. I, early. He's American. He's American. Okay. Okay. Thought we had him there, but that's okay. That's okay. We got a lot of great people. Okay, here we go. Going to a couple stand-ups here for this round. This is number eight. Uh, Is it Russell Peters or Bert Kreischer? Russell Peters. Correct. Correct. Again. Russell Peters from Toronto. Um, Okay, here we go. Number nine, Michael Sarah or Bo Burnham? Michael Sarah. Nailed it. You're really confident in that. I was, you know, I, I felt, again, it's the same energy that Bateman gives off. Number 10, James Cameron or Steven Spielberg? Okay, see, I, I don't, I know the names because they pop up all the time. So James say- Cameron, I'll, I'll, if you don't like, I'll, and for the audience, for the, for the people listening at home, James Cameron, Avatar. Yes. Titanic, right? Steven Spielberg, E.T., stuff like that. So, okay. I just feel like Cameron... Is a little bit is a little bit too sure of himself to be Canadian. I feel like Spielberg's always always kind of a I don't know in the style. I'm gonna go Spielberg from Canada. You almost swept it. I'm oh. so sorry. I'm so oh. sorry. But 
On the bright side, you still won the bottle of maple syrup. So uh, I hopefully, I'm now thinking, can I ship food grade goods across international borders? I think so. I hope so. Because you just yeah. won a bottle of maple syrup. So well, congratulations. congratulations. If, it doesn't, if it doesn't get shipped, no harm, no foul. It, it will taste just as good if I imagine it. Yeah. Um, so... And, and then hopefully honor. hopefully you can make it north of the border sometime. Um, we yeah. have a little comedy festival here that's not far away called Just for Laughs. Yes. Um, I'm sure you've heard of it. Yeah, and I, I think your stand-up's hilarious. So well, I, thank I you hope so to much. see you on that, that stage one day. Thanks a lot, Joey, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Cool. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Joey Cerrone for taking the Canadian comedy quiz and just for having a great chat. Joey is a star on the rise for sure. And don't worry, Joey, the maple syrup is in the mail for your big win. And if you're in Illinois, and I know there's listeners in Illinois because I check my analytics, check out Joey March 25th at the Laugh Factory in Chicago as part of the World Comedy Expo. He is very, very funny. My next guest is the daughter of a Canadian legend. Jen Candy is here, of course, the daughter of John Candy, you know, movie star, comedian, entertainer. John did it all, and we talked about it all in this interview, as well as we, I get the scoop on what it was like being a kid around that 1970s SCTV, all those amazing things happening in Toronto, and all those big comedic stars that came out of there. Uh, I really hope you enjoy this interview. I had a lot of fun talking to Jen Candy on the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame podcast. On your podcast, you always ask people what their favorite candy is. So I was just curious what, what your favorite candy is. What? Oh gosh. It's, it's a toss up. Um, I, I always go for like the class I'm Canadian through and through. So I always go for the toss up of like the coffee crisp or Smarties or yeah. Aerobar. Oh, it's hard. It's those three are my like top favorite. Coffee crisp is, coffee crisp. Uh, is my favorite. I love for coffee sure. crisp. I forget who it was, but on one of your episodes, somebody said the Baker's chocolate, the bitter. Oh yeah. Um, Oh man, was that Amy Ryerson or like yeah, I I I gotta look that up again, but I totally remember that. Yeah, Baker Shocker. That was that was the funniest super um, bitter <laughs> response. So a lot of times on the show, uh, people I, I've talked to, a lot of them are in, are in California, and we talk about Canada producing this abundance of of comedy and these right. these comedians that have come out over the years, but I've never really touched on like 1970s Toronto and what was so special about that time with SCTV and, and even Godspell when that, when that came, right. obviously your dad being John Candy was there at the time and, and was part of that resurgence of comedy in Toronto. Do you have kind of any insight that what, what made that happen? What, what was so special about that moment in time? Oh my gosh. I, you know, I think it was just being at the right time at the right place and, and just that group of people they connected so well. And it was almost the beginning, not the beginning, but it was like the beginning of like a new, there had already been Monty Python and there was already like, you know, Faulty Towers. So there was already those like old school, very British comedy stuff. And then Second City was around and they were doing new things through improv. And this cast, um, like everyone from Godspell, if minus my dad, because my dad didn't either get in or audition or 
He fa- <laughs> he wasn't a fan of Godspell, right? He wasn't a fan of Godspell. I don't. Right. It, 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 it And then I think it was also to the point where everyone was in Godspell, and it was one of those things where it's like, I'm in Godspell, and he was like, Uh huh, okay, I get it. You know, you're in Godspell. <laughs> um. So then I think it was an ongoing joke, more so that he then said, Oh, I think you and your Godspell. Um. Yeah. So and then through Second City, and then they all clicked from you know with uh, with you know, Catherine and, and it just, it was Marty and Gene and everyone, Dave Thomas, Joe Flaherty. It was just kind of magical. And then went to SCTV, which was kind of something new. And, you know, SNL was going on and they were doing sketch comedy, but this was like solely Canadian. This was solely, you know, very unique, um, that was able to kind of cross the border and Americans and everywhere else were like, wait, we can relate to this. Cause they were, they were doing characters like, you know, Dave Thomas was doing like Bob Pope and like everyone was, you know, um, Catherine Hepburn with, you know, everyone was, was just doing their own thing. Um, and it was very relatable. Um, and it was a town. It was like, it was like, Oh, we're from a small town and this is where we are. And, and they created characters from that. And, and all of their characters were based off of people they knew. And so and I think that's what made it so special and so unique. Um, they were just, it was, it was an, 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 a very interesting time. I would, uh, you know, I was only there for a brief moment of it. Right. Um, but they were, it was, it was great. Uh, the tagline on your podcast is like talking to your aunts and uncles. Right. Um, was it really a family atmosphere like for you growing up with like all those people, you know, Martin yeah. Short, all they, those Martin guys. Short, yeah. Eugene Levy, like, like Joe Flaherty, like we all hung out like our kids, like their kids. That was kind of, they had kids. My dad had kids and, and our families and they were so, they were so family oriented. That was the other thing I think with this group is this group was very, um, family-based. So that's what made them mesh well together. So therefore, you know, everyone was coming over for dinners or we were going to birthday parties. And it was just that kind of special, special bond that I know, um, a lot, you know, it's just that was those who were my aunts and uncles. So it's like, when you talk about, it, it's like, you see photos and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, Joe Flaherty or Eugene Levy were at your birthday. And I was like, well, yeah, that's just kind <laughs> yeah. of, you know, as a kid, you don't really know the, the, the grand scheme of things. Um, but you do know that there's something special and they're great. And they're just, it's, they're just such a, oh, they're also Canadian and so lovely. They're just a great group of people. I was even talking to, uh, Rob Cohen on the show last week, the, the producer yeah. and, and writer, and he, he did a show with Mike Myers and Will Arnett. And he said right. they would just like, it was that Canadian family atmosphere. They would just huddle on the stage together they were doing the gong show at the time and eat yeah. ketchup chips and just like right. they, he said there was a family it's kind of like wherever you go it's that canadian thing bonds us all yeah um, you did mention photos um and i know you bring that element into your podcast a lot mm-hmm. and how important that is how how important is preserving that history to you i know you, i was reading somewhere that your mom always was taking pictures of of stuff oh, yeah. your dad was doing at the time even behind the scenes yeah no i think I, it's it's really important to preserve all of that um i'm actually in the process of going through all of the photos at my mom's house she's got 
um, she's really good at organizing everything. And I'm now putting them into like archival sleeves and, you know, just kind of organizing and categorizing by like film. So it's like, we've got, I've just been going through summer rental photos and volunteers photos and, and just looking at, at just everything. So I think I, that's what I miss. I love the fact that we have an iPhone and that we could take photos really quickly, but I miss uh, the, the thought of it just disappearing all of those photos, like all of, all of my son's photos and family photos. And that's, it's, you trust a cloud. There's something about, and I'm really bad about printing out photos. So there's something about actually having something tangible. And the fact I was looking through all the photos and I'm just like, this is amazing. Yes, there's probably too many photos of just random dirt paths and, you know, like <laughs> shots that you are probably not, but the, there's something about that, that it's just like, oh, I miss, I miss actually taking photos and waiting for, you know, photos at the, the photo mat and just and seeing, oh, what did I get? And it's like, I can't believe. So my mom was really good about taking photos on set whenever she was there with my dad. My dad loved taking photos. Um, he even more so was a vi the video camera. He loved taking video cameras. So it was mm -hmm. always, he was behind the camera taking videos. And um, I think it's really important to, to kind of document that and preserve it. And we're in the process of putting it in, you know, together so that it's presentable. Um, and we put, we've donated stuff to TIFF. We've donated stuff to the Academy Museum down here. Um, more so scripts. And so it's, I think, I think preserving the legacy like that is really important. You, you can always ask somebody a question about their history or something they've done, but I, I feel like, in, and in your podcast specifically, you know, when you show Martin Short a photo that he hasn't yeah. seen since, you know, the late seventies, he just, you elicit that response so much more. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, it's, it's a, great. It's the vision. Well, you know, they always say a lot of creative artists, we're all visual learners. And I think everyone to some point is a visualist. So when you see something, it just brings back a memory. Um, and I, I love, I love the fact with photos that you can do that. It's important. I have a six-year-old. Uh, she'll be seven next week. And oh, I always wow. Happy look early for, birthday. yes, thank you. Thank you to her. Uh, I always look for things we can watch together. Cause yeah. sometimes, you know, I'm like, I don't want to watch the YouTube and stuff. I know. Like I, oh, it drives me nuts. That's um, where so I stumbled upon, I knew about it, but never watched camp candy last week. And for me, if you have a cartoon that you're a star, right? Like Howie right. Mandel's, which you, you, were, you oh. did a voice on that one as well. I was small. Yeah. I played yeah, like yeah, a yeah. math genius on it, but yeah, mm -hmm. our, uh, my dad's best friend and our uncle, essentially, uh, Tino and Sada, he played uncle, um, uncle Ted. Okay. And so I just, uh, that, that was the connection there. And I love, I love Bobby's world. That was, I was a dream come true for me to just be on that for like a brief moment. I remember that show so well growing up. It was up. so good. Yeah, well, I, it really was. It was so good. And camp, it was like amongst Camp Candy, Bobby's world. And then Louis Anderson had a cartoon show as well. Okay. And though, Oh, it was, he was, they were my favorite shows as a kid. So if you, so, that's another show, check out his Louis Anderson. I will. Uh, I will. Cartoon. I think it was just called Louis. Um, it's him as a little kid. It's okay. so great. Okay. Yeah. I, yes. Yes. I remember this now. Was there ever any doubt for you when you, because that was like your first thing, the voices on Cat, Camp Candy. Is it like, this is what I want to do now? Do you know what? I think I, I, I did. I thought it was a lot of fun. I always wanted to do, I did, a, I did a couple characters on my dad's radio show where I played like a little kid, you know, ordering Chinese food or, you know, like, right. uh, and, and that was always fun. And I always had fun doing it. I think I always wanted to do it more than my dad was like, nah, you don't want to really, he, he, 
he was very supportive, but at the same time, he was also like, do you really want, you don't want to go into this business. It's like, let's, let's think of anything else that you want to do um, other than this. And so he just kind of, he, he humored us at the same time as like going, oh, go do something else. Do you have any insight in how Camp Candy started? Like where, where that idea came from? Well, I, do you know what? I, that would be a good research. I know the fact that he loved so with great outdoors he he we always went to the cottage growing up in Muskoka right and so he always had a love for the cottage um and I think it was at the time kind of connect I think that's also what people were doing back then at a certain you know level of uh in their career was was going into cartoons so I bet you Mm -hmm. someone presented it to him and he was like well I've got the you know this idea of like let's make it um let's make it a kid's camp show. And I think he was able to bring in all of his friends as voiceover artists. And if there's, if you keep watching, I think in the second season, they start bringing, they bring in Dr. Tongue and Bruno. And it's like, they bring SCTV characters into Camp Candy and it's so great. So I think it was just another, another outlet. And my dad managed to to kind of to hit everyone. He did, he did film, he did television, mm-hmm. he did radio. And he did a cartoon and like he, he did it all. Yeah. Yeah. He did everything. So the hall of fame, we're, we're hoping to open a physical location for the Canadian comedy hall of fame. Your dad was inducted, I believe in 2000 or 99. How important would it be to your family and, and, and other comedians families to have that physical location somewhere in Canada where people could go, fans could go, you know, and, and honor somebody like your dad. Oh, I think it's going to be amazing because once again, I think it's that importance of actually seeing something in person and seeing mm-hmm. um, the history. Uh, you can go online and you kind of have that two-dimensional, you know, it's like, oh, hey, I see it. That looks cool. But to actually like see something in person, um, I think it's great to honor all the comedians in Canada and and finally in like this one you look there's the hockey hall of fame you've got it you've got a whole bunch of stuff that people love going to and i think this is just something this is long overdue and i think it's really important and i think it's it's great to finally you know eventually have a space which will be great yeah no it's uh that's the goal and 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 i hope i hope that dream comes true um is your dad in the cfl hall of fame he you know what i'm actually not too sure if he's not, he should be for what he I, did for the, I know. Well, I know it took, okay. hope this is like, it took him, it took until, oh gosh, not, I can't even uh, remember what year, what year 2000, was it? He, 2007, I believe is when his uh, name when finally, finally got on, his, the gray, so, on the gray cup. Yeah. 1991 is when they won the gray cup. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't until 2007 where they actually put his name on the gray. So um, it will happen. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of time. Yeah, time, time, time does all. Um, yeah, I went back and watched that. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw, but the TSN documentary. You're in it actually. Double, double. Yeah, blue. the double blue. Love that. Yeah, documentary. yeah. No, it, it was it was great. And I mean, your dad was the driving force behind that team for all those years. Yeah. And then when they said it captions as John Candy's name wasn't put on the Grey Cup after they won, I was like, we got to do something about this. I and know, then the right? next the next slide was like. It finally got on in 2007. I was like, okay, finally. You're like, <laughs> like okay, that's fine. good. I can breathe. Yeah, I can, I can breathe. breathe. Yeah, no. no. Uh, what I mean, your dad was kind of like the everyman in that sense, and and mm-hmm. lived everybody's dream of owning this football team. That must have been yeah. really exciting to be around. Uh, that. 
Oh, that was amazing. That was kind of a, that was definitely a fun snippet of time because he always wanted to own a football team and, and the Argos were his, his life for, for when he was there and he's always loved, you know, football and the Argonauts. But I think, I think he, you know, he brought them back to life essentially, you know, through with the fans because I, you know, got the sky dome and, you know, we went to games all the time and he loved it. I'm still an Argos fan. So the CFL is great. I love going. I, I, I live close to Ottawa. So Ottawa is my oh, nice. team, but right That's now, good. but I, I heard you say once that second city is for everyone. I mean, somebody not looking to get an entertainment, but what other aspects can, can training and improv oh, and stuff. I think it, it works with everything. It works for, for, um, people who have a fear of speaking in front of a large group, um, for kids who are kind of trying to get out of outside their comfort zone. It, um, they, Second City is doing classes. They do um, business workshops where it's kind of like, you know, instead of going to a corporate meeting where you're like learning how to talk or how to, you know, how to sales pitch, you can do it through improv. Um, and I think that's, that's really important. I think for anyone, I think anyone can learn. Um, and it's also fun. You meet, you meet great people. Um, and it's a creative outlet because everyone is creative itself in, in some aspect. You might not think you are, but you probably, you probably are. Um, and I, it's, it's for everyone. I, I love the, the fact that they do kids camps. Um, and it's just, it's so much fun. And it's a good, it's a good, it's a great place to kind of explore yourself a little bit more. I interviewed a, a, a kid on Friday. I say kid, he's 20 years old. Uh, he's, he's from Indiana. He's a kid. He's a baby. He's a stand-up comedian. His name's Joey Cerrone. And I was asking him about, you know, his influence and just randomly, I didn't prep him or anything. He, he said John Candy and SCTV. Oh, so it. it just shows that kind of the lasting effect that your dad had and, and what that yeah. show had and what that era had that a 20 year old wanting to get into comedy, that was his influence. So oh, I love uh, it. Yeah, that was that was super cool. Um, thanks a lot, Jen, for for joining oh. me. I I, re I really appreciate it. And of uh, thanks for doing this for the for the Hall of Fame. I love it. Well, good luck and thank you. Thanks again to Jen Candy for coming on the show. It was great talking to the daughter of an absolute Canadian legend. Uh, and check out Couch Candy, Jen's podcast. She says it's going to be coming back. It's really, really funny. She's got some huge stars on it, huge Canadian stars, Hollywood stars. Uh, it's it's very, very good. Couch Candy, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. Jen also mentioned what it would mean to her family to have a Hall of Fame, a physical Hall of Fame to go to, to see all these Canadian legends. And that's the goal of the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame, to get one built somewhere in Canada. That's why we're doing all this. The list of nominees is coming out next week, and it'd be really nice to have a place for people to go and interact with all these Canadian legends. So that's the goal. Next week's show should have some exciting names for you, should run through the list of nominees. Look for those. They're coming out on our website. They'll be all over our social media, so check it all out. And thanks for listening. And thanks to Joey Cerrone and Jen Candy for joining me on the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame podcast. <laughs>